I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They call the Ghostbusters and they in control. Had them throwing a party for a bunch of children while all the wild slime was under the building. So they packed up their grip, got a grip, came a grip, what? Got a grip, came a quick. Grabbed their proton packs on their backs and they split. Found out about Vigo, the master of evil. Try to battle my boys. That's not legal. Oh! Y- y- you know it. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Outtest Podcast with Charles Rod and Karen. I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's thir- uh, Wednesday. I was say, you about to say Thursday? I, say, mm, I almost said it's uh, Thursday, Karen. That's correct. But I said Wednesday. I caught it. You know, I can barely read my college degree, Karen. I know. You know, the way we like to hate on black women. Yes. So we always disagree. But, um... We're back in the house on a Wednesday night um, edition of the Blackout Tips, ready to end the week on a high note. Mm-hmm. Um, finally got that blood over, the worst show of the week, so we can move into the happy part of the, the show, um, mm-hmm. which everybody <laughs> is here for. People, people been enjoying that blood. I know. I, I keep, every week people are like, I'm sorry, but I uh, appreciate y'all keep doing this. Like, whatever. Um, this is the Blackout Test Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Podomatic. Um, leave us five star reviews if you don't mind people that say um sometimes. If you don't mind a woman that likes to go on a rant or two every once in a while. If you don't mind a person that stumbles over words when they read an article every once in a while and you fuck with us, then, uh, and you don't mind cussing. If you don't mind cussing and a voluminous use of the N word. Uh, leave us a five star review. If you do mind all that shit, leave us a five star review too. So, uh, just leave us a five star review. That's all we care about. Yep. Um, anything else, we don't read it. Right. It will not be read on the air. Mm-mm. It was uh, less than five stars. So you have a gripe with us. Leave it five stars. Um, if you want it, if you want to hear it, you better. Right. Um, the official weapon of the show is Taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. Today's podcast is brought to you by. Shadow Dog Productions. Go to ShadowDogProductions.com and uh, make sure you support them. They also have a brand new trailer on uh, YouTube. It's a comedy short uh, they're promoting called Snow Ice Cream. The trailer's on YouTube. I'll put a link in the chat for people. You can go check it out uh, after the show or at your own leisure. I will make sure to put this up on the website, too, under our sponsor, so you guys can check it out, too. Uh, but uh, make sure you guys do that. Uh, it all helps the show. You know, click a like on it. Leave a comment. Tell them it's awesome. Even if you don't watch it, you, you should do that just to help the yep. show out. Leave a review. Yeah, just leave a quick review or something. Um, and then, of course, we have another sponsor that's a little uh a little sexier let me see if i can find some sexy music maybe i can find some yacht rock let's see what we got Will you get home? Are you ready to light her fire or his or his fire? However you want to burn them up, I don't care. Um, <laughs> if you're looking to spice things up in the bedroom, make sure you guys 
treat yourself and go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only you can get 50 percent off of just about any item by putting in code tbgwt but that's not all people in addition to that 50 percent off you also get three free adult dvds for a little inspiration plus a free extra gift so central i can't even tell you what it is and to top it all off they throw in free shipping on your entire order they're not joking around so check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you put in code TBGWT upon checkout. And what you do, you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. TBGWT at adamandeve.com. All right, guys? I want to kiss you all over. Kiss you all over Till the night closes in My jam right here Till the night closes in Songs in, back in the day always took like 60 seconds to even have a line yeah of, of audio like where somebody would talk like there's no there's no lyrics for 60 seconds and shit mm-hmm. just jam and some of them was even longer than that mm-hmm. and sometimes they haven't but have breaks sometimes in the middle of a song where you be jamming so hard you you forgot somebody was singing on it you gotta have that horn or that rock solo you gotta have that of course that's just that's just the 80s baby um so yeah let's talk about it uh we have a lot of news okay guys okay lots of things happen which means i'll be reading a lot so if you can't handle it just go ahead and <laughs> get off right now um first things first germany apparently put the smack down on brazil i heard like i said i don't know a lot about soccer but from my understanding it was like seven to one and in soccer that is an ass whooping in football terms that might as well have been 49 to seven now i personally am not a soccer fan i don't watch it um i think it's not even a real sport to be honest with you um and uh i don't care about it um at all so yeah you, i do believe it's a sport but i just don't care yeah i don't even think it's a sport it's just a pastime okay um as long as america is out of it <clears throat> then uh <laughs> it's a pastime. doesn't matter to me because i'm you know you never catch me watching this bullshit but apparently it was a seven to one game which is like a huge blowout that's mm-hmm. like worse than the spurs beat the heat in the finals apparently. right um and people were posting pictures of the fans crying and shit yeah they was hurt that's right because brazil is where it's actually held at mm-hmm. oh i'm surprised they ain't fucking burned the city down well here's a new uh twist on shit talking okay because i i love me some good trash talking uh in the in the world's continuing mission to completely humiliate brazil in the wake of its seven to one world cup semifinal defeat to germany adult site Pornhub has allegedly been flooded with highlights of the game what up? Footage of the goals bearing the title Young Brazilians Get Fucked by Entire German Soccer Team <gasps> and other more explicit variants. Oh. Quickly sprang up following the game, at least according to hundreds of screen grabs circulating Twitter, while with the site eventually asking football fans to cease with the gag whilst getting a swipe in at Brooklyn's performance itself. Please stop uploading the game's highlights to Pornhub. <laughs> it's not porn. Our public humiliation category is full. Hashtag Brazil versus Germany. 
oh they maxed that shit out they was like we can't take no more in this category brazil suffered arguably the worst defeat in world cup history bello oh, horizon horizon horizonte mm. uh last night uh the conceding three goals to in 76 seconds shit whoa team manager louise Felipe. What, 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 what did they do did they like score a touchdown then do a field return <laughs> then do a um that's just a, a field, safety that's just a touchdown and a field goal care seven Come on, you know more about No, 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 that. scored like three times in 60 seconds. So I'm like, oh. yeah, how did, how did you score three times in 60 yeah. seconds? Yeah, there's no stop. There's no clock stoppage. So oh, if okay. you score three times in that amount of time, I mean, like, that's that's, that's even worse than football. Because in football, you know, it's like you get a touchdown, then they stop the clock, then they kick the ball off to you, and maybe you can run that back. You know, right. like, this joint was just straight up. Right. Then uh, I'm like, then they got the ball back and scored a safety. It's like, God damn, how you score that quickly? 76 seconds, three goals. That's crazy. Team manager Luis Felipe Scolari uh, admitted that it was the worst day of his life, making him the second saddest man in Brazil today. The After this, second. mustachioed fan mournfully embraced a replica World Cup trophy in the stands. Scolari said that the players blanked out in the opening 30 minutes of the match when Germany netted five of their seven goals. Well, from that point on, there's only two to one. That's not bad. Uh, Chelsea midfielder William uh, added, it's one of those inexplicable stories of football. Everything went right for Germany and wrong for us. You can't say that enough. But yeah, man, it was up uploading that snuff film. Uh, yeah, Pongo's like, this isn't porn. Nobody's really being fucked here, guys. Come on. We're all about the real sex, guys. Yeah, please take this not porn off our site. Right, because okay? we all about the, the porn. Uh, get them back. Where are Robin Thicke's fans? Robin Thicke may be pleading to get his wife back, but he needs to work on getting his fans back, too. Right, because they don't give a damn about you singing about your wife. The crooner's new album, Paula, sold only 24,000 units in its debut week in the United States. That's a far cry from the Blurred Lines album, which sold 177,000 units when it debuted last July. So in a year, I mean, honestly, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's almost July when this album came out. Mm-hmm. A year after Blur Lines, which sold 177,000, he could only mustered 24,000 units. And that's what this begging ass PR campaign he put on going around at different award shows faking like he was crying. Right. Because A fans ain't stupid. And then B people heard that shit. It was like, this shit is terrible. I'm not buying it. Yeah. It's, and you know, like I think part of the problem is people leak stuff people hear your singles people see all your all your stuff in the news now and i think people just stop liking him like Mm -hmm. i don't even think it was a matter of like oh it's just that he's so uh like the songs are just so terrible i don't think people bought it to hear it they just like i don't like you anymore yeah you know you were kind of cool as a dude to dress like beetlejuice and twerk with miley cyrus Mm -hmm. but you're not that cool as the guy who, you know, cheats on his wife and is kind of a piece of shit about it. Right. And not sincere in these songs. Uh, Pharrell produced Blur Lines. Smash uh, was the number one song of 2013, selling 7 million tracks. Yeah, and I don't think Pharrell was on probably not one of these songs. In some way, yeah. I wonder how hard it was to get guests to be on this joint. It probably was hard. Because I was like, Don, I don't want to be on some shit that you got with your wife i mean right. you know the whole album after and my thing is this there's nothing wrong with lab- with naming the album after your wife 
the problem is that they was bad songs like mm-hmm. it was just bad yeah like i just feel like people were turned off by him as a person true and then musically it wasn't that good and then like mm-hmm. if i was an artist i would have been like i'm not gonna work with you right i like paula or i don't want to you know i have nope. no stake in this personal ass yeah, album i'm not picking sides so i bet you a lot of people probably just he probably asked a lot of people stayed away it wouldn't surprise me if he produced a lot more of his shit in in this and you can tell well i don't know well producing something is difficult like i don't oh, okay. know that that's even in his skill set to produce it oh okay on music but um well, somebody produced it and they yeah, didn't somebody, do a good job yeah someone had to produce it i just wonder if it was just like oh let me go get so-and-so so we gotta have a hot single it's like well that won't fit into this you know narrative of the sad sober reality right. of not having a wife so mm-hmm. it's like what would i look right going to get you know for real to do this shit would mm-hmm. i look right going to get rick rubin or whoever the fuck to help me out like nope he didn't go get the sad songwriters yeah should have got with kanye and seen if he could make some more of that uh you know the other thing too is he did this in two weeks remember so he probably didn't even have time to work with people he put this album together in two weeks that's what he said yeah i mean it sounds like it uh so yeah it does it's it's it sounds like you sat down over a weekend and just do some shit together and like all right i got an album in some ways, Robin Thicke had an incredible year in 2013, but I think there can be a downside to that fame overload. You can be too famous, too big, Rolling Stone senior editor Simon Vozick Levinson, Levinson said Wednesday. And, and I have to disagree with that because Robin Thicke is known, but is Robin Thicke known, known like that? I mean, people know about Robin Thicke, and he's had, you know, somewhat success. But is Robin Thicke one of them people that's like got that hit hit just like consistent and had you know has had longevity because he did I don't want to say was it this album not the last album before Paula but the one before that that sh- if I'm not mistaken that shit was a terrible terrible ter- I haven't enjoyed a Robin Thicke album in a very long time all his a lot of his past shit has been bad it might be a song here or there on it like i like the the album with the lost without you but lost without you was the only song i enjoyed on the whole album so to me his music hasn't been good for a very long time so to act like he just been the man all these years maybe this is just my opinion and he just fell from grace i don't agree yeah i well i feel like they're trying to explain the unexplainable and he's trying to be nice about it so when he says you can be too famous, too big, I feel like what he's really saying is like people got too familiar with you and you overstayed your welcome. It happened with DMX, you know, when he started putting out albums every year and then eventually you just get to a tipping point where people are like, that's enough. Right. And it's, I'm not it getting sounds, this one. It sounds the same. Yeah. And it's like a sudden thing when people are done with you, they're kind of done with you. And I think in addition to that, he did get more famous because his affairs and personal life was bigger news than his album even yes even after the blurred lines controversy about was his rape lyrics and rape culture or not even after that i feel like he still was doing okay and then this shit happened in his personal life and people started knowing him more for his personal life and the blurred lines controversy than the music you know mm-hmm. and i don't think his music necessarily was that great in the first place Mm-mm. Rolling Stone, yeah, so they said uh, th- there was always there was a backlash to Blurred Lines. I think we're seeing the aftermath of that backlash play out. 
Paula, which has had mixed reviews, was named after Thick's estranged wife, actress Paula Patton. The 37-year-old is hoping to win her back with the album, which he's promoted with the performances on morning uh, TV programs and award shows that have all led with reconciliation pleas. Experts say the pleas may be turning off fans. Yeah, because it comes off fake and phony. Right. The songs don't have any heart to them. No, and they don't. And people, I think people can pick up on that now. Now, if it was sincere, I think that he would have a lot more compassion for people. But from people, you know, audience, people that listen to music ain't as stupid as people think they are. And it's like, this shit ain't heartfelt, dog. You don't mean it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let's see. It says, last year, Blurred Lines really uh walked a really careful line between making people dance and creeping them out the way he sort of sang about pushing boundaries of women made a lot of people really uncomfortable and i think unfortunately his new album has only made that impression worse yeah i can see that because some people are running with the whole like this is misogynistic that he mm-hmm. would even beg for his woman to come back uh like he owns her or something i i don't really agree with that necessarily Me either i think when people are putting very personal shit out there like this um and it's emotional there's not really gonna be a right and wrong to it and people love writing these think pieces and blogs so much that they frame everything into a oh this is rape culture this is male privilege this is rather than just this is a motherfucker that's fucked up in love or you know fucked up emotionally um cheated on his woman and now it's playing out publicly mm-hmm. you know um a lot of people have these th- same issues but they pr- play out privately and we just understand it as oh this is not the best time to judge somebody because th- they're in the middle of a very emotional t- turmoil uh you know tumultuous time mm-hmm. and i think that's what's happening with robin thick where apparently this is a very emotional time for him everyone knows he fucked up and now he's trying to like whatever do whatever he can to get his woman back or if you don't believe that sell these albums whichever one you believe and he failed in both right and i think he's failed in both but it's just like uh people are framing it like and this is what this is the problem with blurred lines because i gotta get this this piece that i wrote gotta i gotta fit it to this narrative and i don't know that that's necessarily true uh in canada paula only sold get this 550 copies 550 copies what they do uh put it at the um bus station 550 co- was he walking around getting them out his trunk right hey dog five dollars man you trying to get this paula man come on man i'm robbing thick dog hey come on check me out cuz come on cuz Come on, dog. I know you got five dollars, blood. I know you got five dollars. Oh, will you get out the store then? Will you I, get out the store? You know, I bet you didn't need to leave Toronto. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's from Canada, right? I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like he's from Canada, though. Like, damn, you couldn't sell five hundred. You couldn't sell six hundred copies in your own. There, there wasn't no country. bounty hunters. Mountain hunters. Them dude in the red suits wasn't enough for them to buy. They just called mounties, and I guess not. Uh, that's in contrast with Blur Lines, which sold 13,000 units when they, it debuted last year. They said his daddy's from Canada. Okay. Paula is a return to Thick's R&B roots. It doesn't feature high profile producers like Pharrell and Dr. Luke, like, Doc, like Blur Lines, which veered into pop and electro tingly territory, earning Grammy nominations and selling 730,000 units. But Thick hasn't created a splash with his latest single, Get Her Back, which debuted at number 82 on the top 100. 
Oh, uh, wow. That's not good. Mm-mm. Uh, dis- despite weak sales, Paula debuted at number nine on the Billboard 200 albums chart. Just another sign of declining album sales in the music industry. M. Ty Comer, editor at Billboard.com, said he didn't expect the album to be a hit, but still thought the numbers were shocking. I was a little surprised that the numbers are so low, especially considering the fact that it hasn't been a long, it hasn't been that long since Blurred Lines. Yeah, less than a year, dog. Mm-hmm. You can't sell shit. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Representatives for Thick and his label didn't respond to requests for an interview. I know they didn't. Pre-album buzz crashed last week when Thick attempted to chat with fans about Paula via Twitter. VH1 hosted the question and answer session where fans angrily tweeted about blurred lines and accused Thick of misogyny. I I have a question. Yeah. Who are these fucking PR idiot people that tell people do a ask Twitter? Who are these people? The NYPD did it, and all they got was clips of people getting their ass beat by the cops. <laughs> you know, why do you do an ask Twitter? Do people just not know how Twitter functions and how Twitter works? And just be like, well, let's go to the people. And be like, whoa, we don't need to go to the people. Like, of course you're going to get people that's going to say the most ridiculous shit they're going to say you're misogynistic they're going to say you're stupid they're going to say you're dumb they're going to post pics and articles like i i don't with your image out there the way it is what else did you think people were going to say to you right yeah i mean no harm like he's tone there right and and i really think that a lot of people that do this ask twitter shit I don't think they know anything about Twitter, and I really think they think it's similar to Facebook. Facebook and Twitter are like, they, they don't function the same. Yeah, it, well, even with Facebook, I mean, it's the same. The same thing could happen on Facebook if you did it. You yes. know, like if you said, I'm going to answer any questions in this thread, people would just go to Facebook. One, people forget how many trolls are on the Internet. Right. Uh, two, a lot of these people, they don't consider themselves trolls, but... You're trolling. Like mm-hmm. if you're if you went on his hashtag because you wanted to make jokes about him, you trolled him. Yes, and you are. You maybe feel like you're trolling for a good cause, but um, the the internet and Twitter specifically is a very good rallying place for people with very niche causes. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, the people who didn't like blurred lines, uh, this all rallied out. They yeah, came this has been a huge place for them to gather support. Right. I don't think that those people represent the general consensus about the song by any means. Because a lot of people love it. But when you get in that echo chamber of the internet, you can go ahead and, you know, gang up on a guy like this. And I think he's been looking like a major douche for a while. Mm-hmm. So everybody was like, let me get in on some of this. So, um... Yeah, the uh his 2013 I mean his 2003 debut. Wow, he's been around since 2003. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, he's been around. That's what I'm saying. He's been around for a while and to me over the course of his career, it's been yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, album in 2003, 2006, The Evolution of Robert Thicke, which, which was, was uh bad. that was his breakthrough album they just said, and you said it was bad, it wasn't good. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought you liked that album. No, it might no, it was the one after that. Okay. So the Evolution of Robin Thick is a sophomore album in two thousand six is considered his breakthrough album. He had signed with Pharrell, hit and hit the top of the R and B charts with Lost Without You and opened up on uh, opened on tour for Beyonce. 
all helping the album sell 1.7 million copies what followed were gold selling efforts and mediocre r&b hits until blurred lines helped them tap into a younger audience and reach international fame so yeah man he just crashed man yeah Um, and also i think he's also been trying to like you said grab that younger market because a lot of his stuff a lot of older people like but you know what older people don't really do buy albums you know i don't even do older people like his shit i don't know that like well i don't know i don't even know who listens to robin thing like that's the thing i mean because they said that blur lines hit with younger people just now help them tap into a younger audience and reach international fame i don't know who buys these albums honestly true i don't so i don't even want to say you know oh yes old people do we do we do old people fuck with it do old do my mom fuck with this music now your mama no your mom probably don't know who the hell he is yeah i'm surprised he's stuck around this long like me too who knows who was listening to this shit um obama has pizza and pool night in denver oh ain't that sweet here's the thing i absolutely hate this idea that our presidents and political leaders need to do shit like drink beer and play pool and be one of the people in order for us to get their vote or for them to get our votes. No. Hold on. I'm not done. I kind of hate that in general. Like it's just the general idea of Hillary Clinton's drinking a beer. She's one of the gals. Now I'll vote for her. I think that's stupid. Should vote for people based on policy positions, their qualifications for the office, and their general composure. You know, like I appreciate those things in a leader. That being said, when it comes to politics, I don't really like arguing, and I'm gonna always vote for the coolest motherfucker, dog. President Barack Obama is the coolest uh-huh. president we've ever had to fucking date. Even cooler than Bill Clinton, dog. He's cool as shit. Now, he can't bowl, but we know he can hoop, mm-hmm. and now we know he can play pool. Okay, so he, uh... He ain't real till he can pay 21 a spades, a tonk. I feel like he can play... I feel like him and Michelle can play some damn spades. I'm sorry. I bet you they can, but but they'll never have that, you know, snapshot, but I bet you they can. They probably on you know that pity pat. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not believe it until it, until I, until I die. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I feel like it's never too late. Maybe they'll hope when they retire, maybe they'll go on a space playing tour. I don't know. Oh, um, I hope they do. On Tuesday, President Barack Obama continued, uh, continuing quest to break free from the constraints of the White House brought him to a crowded pizza restaurant, a pool bar, and a face to face with a man wearing a horse head mask. Shortly after arriving in Denver, Obama headed to the Wazi Supper Club for dinner with local residents who had recently written him letters. What a name. I'm going to assume they donated to um something i bet you they did like probably ten thousand dollars a plate or something uh it was carefully it was a carefully orchestrated event aimed at projecting an image of the president connecting to the real americans but after his meal obama decided to break from the script he took off by he took off by foot down 15th street a cadre of anxious secret service agents by his side Oh, you know they was running. Oh, 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 what, 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 we, we, we doing this? All right, let's run. He <laughs> started shaking hands with dozens of people who had gathered on the sidewalks. That's how I know he's uh he deserves the office because he's so much braver than I would be as black president. Right. I don't care if it's just six or not. I'd be like, security on everything. 
right get those white people out of here i don't know what's going on one of them looked at me strange uh but president obama was like i don't walk down the street i don't give a fuck need to need to schedule this yes secret service protect me that's their job they'll take a bullet go hug this man a horse mask could be a terrorist i don't know uh there were kids eager for a picture with the president and adults adults who held up their hands for a high five or fist bump then there was the man wearing the horse head the reason for his sartorial choice remained unclear Obama increasingly has been showing his frustration with the restrictive White House security bubble and referring to himself as a bear on the loose in recent weeks. He's been hitting restaurants in Washington and vowing to spend more time with the public outside of the nation's capital. Because it's like, these niggas going to gridlock everything. I might as well get out here and shake some hands. Right. Remind these motherfuckers who they voted for. Yeah, a lot of them might not vote for, and you know, President Obama's so cool that a lot of people go, I'm not, I'm not, I might not vote for you, but I'll take a picture with you and shake your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, after his 10 minute stroll, Obama hopped back into his armored limousine for a short drive to his next destination, Wincoop Brewing Co., which was founded his by, names. Co- yeah, which was founded by Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper. Ooh. The governor, a Democrat facing re-election is that a this Disney fall. character? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Democrat, fa- uh, the governor, a Democrat facing re-election this fall was waiting for Obama's, for Obama inside. They headed to the bar where they ordered two rail yard ales, then headed upstairs for a game of pool. As Vanilla Ice's classic, Ice Ice Baby played in the background. Who picked that music? Right. Even when the president's being cool, yeah, it can't be so cool. It's like, let me play something these white people know. Throw on that ice, ice, baby. Uh, it's like, you want some Parliament Funkadelic? Maybe after the cameras are gone. <laughs> Obama sank the eight ball to claim victory at Hickenlooper, uh, over Hickenlooper. And, Was that a five-minute game? Uh, what do you mean? How long do you think they let them play pool? They- oh, no, he probably played for, you know, a little bit. Probably played a game or two, 20 minutes. Let the cameras watch, you know. Okay, the- Max. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. He's busy and shit, but I mean, if you're out, you schedule this, you have a good time. You know, he tried to sneak a cigarette before Michelle could find out. <laughs> uh, and on at least this occasion, Obama made wanted to make sure that the media was nearby. He turned to the traveling press corps and said, did you record that? When he hit that eight ball, talking that shit, that's my president. He should have said, always bet on black and then sink that black ball. <laughs> uh but yeah man I, I thought that was pretty cool but like i said it's kind of weird that the president needs to like drink beer and eat pizza and play pool or else motherfuckers think he's not you know a good enough to be president no nah, i want you to be sober and paying attention and and and, and you don't have to be a part of the of uh, the clique yeah i'd rather you be separated that way you can do your job mm-hmm uh i found out why women go to the bathroom together apparently a man who tried to force a train toilet door was left with a broken nose and two black eyes after six women emerged from the cubicle to confront him oh the 54 year old man was on the southern central service at ben fleet in essex when he was assaulted when the door opened the six women in miniskirts emerged shouting one punched and kicked him on the platform he felt <laughs> what did he do walk in the bathroom or something he tried to break yeah that's what i said he tried to force it, a train toilet door and that had six women inside of it 
they were all in there together for some reason you bet nobody knows why they were in there together but you ladies do like to go together yeah you man i don't think dudes understand this a lot of times in like open settings uh depending on where you at you better not take your ass to the bathroom by yourself you might not return i guess if that's what y'all said it is I, yeah I, i'm just taking y'all word for it no. i seem like y'all just like hanging out no no a lot of it is for i'll go in there and talk about us karen don't lie now, don't now, lie. now that's true too but right. but it's also safety because there is safety in numbers right and it's one of those things where if i'm drinking it might be a little tipsy all i need to do is go in that bathroom and some creepy ass dude feel like they can sleep in the bathroom behind me and then i'm sexually assaulted fuck that let me bring somebody else with me so we don't have no issues okay so that's the secret i'll make sure to ask twitter i'm sure that let me know um so yeah uh sergeant emma weir said as the train stopped at ben fleet one of the women punched the man in the back of the head and kicked him off the train good the man fell into a woman on the platform who accused him of trying to steal her bag he protested his innocence, but the woman refused to listen and attacked him, punched him in the face before leaving the station. The man suffered a hairline nose fracture, two black eyes, and several bruises and scratches. Women on the train were in their early 20s. The man on the platform described as having a heavy build, black hair, and a bob. Why, why was there being a bob? She, uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. The woman, I'm sorry. The woman on the platform is described as having a heavy build of black hair and a bob. She wore a blue t-shirt and carried a gray satchel bag. So, mm, but should that be next time? He decided to break into a bathroom. Yeah. I mean, that had to be a surprise. I wonder if he was just trying to go to the wrong bathroom. Mm-mm. Pay attention to the signs. Yeah, that's true. I bet it was. You know what I hate? When you go to a restaurant and they had those cute signs. Well, you can't tell the difference between the male and the female. Yeah. Like when we went to Mavericks, uh, taco uh mm-hmm. when i went to the bathroom like there's a sign of like two rock and roll people and it's those like emo rock and roll looking people i couldn't tell the dude from the girl <laughs> right i had to wait till somebody came out like oh okay the chick's going that one all <laughs> right or, or or either uh i went to it's one place off of uh the place we go to near the bowling alley off of Woolon, mm-hmm. where one of their bars have an asexual bathroom I was so confused. Oh, really? What place is this? Uh, Brazil, Brazil. I, I don't remember the name. It started with a B. And um, I think me, uh, your brother, and his uh, fiance was there. Mm. I don't think he went because you weren't feeling good. And okay. uh, me and Morgan uh, was like, uh, she was like, I want to go to the bathroom. I'm like, cool, I'll go with you because, like I said, that's what we do. And I looked at the sign. I was like, um... Can we go? I was so confused. It might as well have had an octopus on it. Because I was like, um, what does that sign mean? She was like, oh, she was like, that's an asexual bathroom. She was like, it's open to male and female. I said, oh, I'm glad you told me because I was going to look like an ass. Because I was going to be like, um, am I not allowed to go in here? Because I don't think I, I, I don't fit either, the, you know, yeah. how you used to the dress or the pants. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't fit either description. Mm, I don't think I belong in this bathroom. I, I thought it was going to be like a cartoon character. You open it up and some aliens float out some shit. I wonder what happens if you, like, go in there and come out. I wonder if people, like, judge you. You know what I mean? Like, if you come out, they're like, oh, look at this dude. He's transsexual. Or, you know, he's uh, uh, asexual or something. You know what I mean? Like, I how know. does that work? I don't know. I don't know. I, they they might have they might thought. I just go to the one with the shortest line. That's what I would do. You know what? I've, I ain't even going to lie. I've done that, too. It'll never be the women's bathroom. So you ain't got to ever worry about going in there. 
right uh sarah palin is back in the news that's right y'all sarah palin is tired of john boner's G- <laughs> boner it's spelled boner john boehner's genteel country club oh they spelled boner no it's always spelled boner oh, okay I, I hate the way it's spelled you know it's pronounced boner and he just got tired of getting picked on right so like it's boehner guys like whatever you know and they used to call him first day of school jonathan boner is here <laughs> uh so she's tired of him uh and his, the way he's running shit uh, she's tired of everybody him suing the president and all that shit uh so she decided to outline her case for why they need to you know really get crazy on on president obama yeah a lady that has no stake and not running for a political office and speaking for the people okay enough is enough of the years of abuse from this president his unsecure border crisis the last straw that makes the battered wife say no mouse what without borders there is no nation Obama knows this. Opening our borders to a flood of illegal immigrants is deliberate. This is his fundamental transformation of America. It's the only promise he has kept, discrediting the price paid for America's exceptionalism over our history. He's given false hope and taxpayers change to millions of foreign... (laughs) What an asshole. To millions of foreign nationals who want to sneak into the country illegally. The many impeachable offenses of Barack Obama can no longer be uh, ignored. If after all this, if after all this, he's not impeachable, then no one is. Uh, so yeah, she uh, basically goes on and uh, says that America's full of wonderful legal immigrants, but President Obama's going to let in all the illegal uh, immigrants. So you got to watch it back. Um, now, of course, John Boehner who's trying to sue the sitting president for doing presidential shit, uh, is now thankful that Sarah Palin said something because he's like, oh, cool, now I don't sound crazy. You know what I mean? Like uh, suing the president for being president seemed like a crazy thing to do, but then this crazy pants spoke up and said, you know, it's time to, 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 to tell the president no more as the battered wife, you know. That- no more? What do you mean no more? Y'all ain't been doing shit. Well, they've been saying no all the time, right? Right. So what do you mean, no more? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man, if she's, I mean, when you say the battered wife tell the husband no mas, like, are you trying to imply, like, she needs to kill the husband or, like, what is that? Like, you know? he's been abusing America? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sarah Palin's back. She got bored of being Doing alone. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> got bored. Uh back former the trail. For, say what? I said, yep, she back on the trail. I'm surprised she'd be on her bus pretty soon, riding across country. Tell you what she want to do, run for president. Nope. Former New Orleans mayor sentenced to 10 years in prison. Ray Nagin, fresh off of defending the World Cup. <laughs> becoming the best goalie we've ever seen. The former Democratic mayor of New Orleans was sentenced to 10 years in federal prison Wednesday for corruption. In February, Nagin was found guilty on 20 counts of bribery and fraud, which included money laundering, conspiracy, tax evasion, and wire fraud. He initially faced 20 years in prison. A former TV executive for Cox Communications, Nagin served as mayor of the Crescent City from 2002 to 2010 and helped guide residents through the devastating aftermath of Hurricane Katrina in 2005. 
Although many locals became angered by slow recovery efforts and Nagin's weakening reliability as a public official. During his time on the witness stand, Mr. Nagin brought up Katrina several times, talking about how much work there was to be done in the recovery, how demanding his job was, and how much pressure was put on daily businesses uh, in the city. But the prosecutor turned this around, asking Mr. Nagin, how could he eat expensive meals on the city credit card or help a businessman get rid of steep tax bills in return for a trip on a private jet when residents were hurting so badly? They also pointed out that some of the schemes predated the storm and continued after he left office in 2010. Ooh. So, yeah. Before handing out the sentence, uh, Judge Ginger Berrigan said to the PAC courtroom, the seriousness of Mr. Negan's offenses can hardly be overstated. Nowhere is there more harm, uh, more harmful. Nowhere is this more harmful than the city of New Orleans, where the procession of public corruption stubbornly persists. The court is convinced that Mr. Nagin cannot regain the public's trust ever again. Nagin's crimes were serious, a major portrayal for a city recovering from, from Katrina, but he is not a great danger going forward. So, yeah, man, 10 years in prison. Whew. Minimum security, September 8th is when he has to report. But damn, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sad, man, because he really became like a pretty big figure in the whole Katrina thing, you know, and it turned mm-hmm. out like people were uh blaming him for some of the failings in Katrina and saying he didn't do enough and he didn't authorize them to use school buses to move people out and stuff like this, which, you know, honestly kind of easy to say in hindsight, but that's True. what we do with tragedy, you know, well, with tragedy, it's always like, well, why didn't you do such and such? It's like, well, I mean, let's be honest, guys. Nobody was thinking this. Well, fuck that. You didn't do it. Yeah, not a lot of the logistics and especially a lot of the way the government is, is designed is approval and boards. You just can't do what you want to do. People got to vote on shit, you know, so a lot of the stuff you want to do isn't as simple as I say do it so it's done. Yeah. I mean, it's sad because so many people lost their lives. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as far as people are concerned, that's unforgivable. And if they've been having issues with corruption for years and being known as a corrupt city i'm sure that plays into them kind of running away from this like we don't want to deal with this shit true but, man 10 years dog i wonder if the the former mayor of charlotte is looking at that shit right now like oh hell what he man he is his his black ass is cooperating yeah there's several people that got hemmed up in the last like few months Mm-hmm. Po- political like stings to find oh. different people yep off of him i know they all sitting around like oh shit he got 10 and he's a hero and he got 10 you right. know what i mean like and he was supposed to get 20 uh world cup 2014 russian priest claims colored football boots are a homosexual abomination what a russian priest has labeled colored boots as a homosexual abomination and claims players may as well be wearing women's underwear what do you mean by colored boots like they shoes they wear yeah they're shoes those aren't boots those are shoes right whatever can just let's stick to what we're the topic because that's not nearly the most outrageous thing in that sentence <laughs> by a long shot several of fabio capello's squad wore pink boots during the World Cup as they were eliminated at the group stage without a win. And Alexander Shumsky, 
in a column for Christian website, Russians, Russian People's Line, claimed that by wearing the bright boots, players were promoting the gay rainbow. This sounds like the people that thought that um, the Teletubbies were promoting gay gay shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, look at them. They're all colors. One of them has a rainbow over his head. It's obviously for gays. But it's a children's television show, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Uh, what? This just means he was watching it turned on. Look something at, happened i wouldn't have thought about that well what did he think about the nfl players that wear pink doing breast cancer month every year i doubt this guy watches much nfl he's in russia so oh you know he probably watches uh football and then watches people drink vodka and throw bottles at each other i don't know what the sports are in russia but this in boxing i guess i don't know that's it um but yeah this this comes just days after players read our anti-discrimination messages on the pitch before the quarterfinals matches he writes wearing pink or blue shoes the players must might as well wear women's knickers or a bra the liberal ideology of globalism clearly wants to oppose christianity with football i'm sure of it therefore i am glad that the russian players have and by the grace of god no longer participate in the homosexual abomination what they missing from that is the bible homie that's all (laughs) Only thing missing from that sentence. Good uh, grief. So the Russians don't participate in the World Cup? Uh, I guess they do, but I, I don't know. I don't know if they do or not, honestly. I mean, who knows, Karen? Maybe Russia. I mean, is Russia even good at? Do they have, like, enough weather to practice soccer? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, a lot of snow there. Several boot manufacturers have introduced the bright-colored boots in recent times with the new nike mercurial vapor offered in many varieties prior to the world cup puma released an odd pink and blue boot combination which has been worn by a number of players in brazil he probably was glad to see them lose this hulk man making my penis erect he's gotta go apparently so god wouldn't like this boots turn him on and i don't know they shoes to me i mean i've heard that soccer is a gay sport but Never have I seen it so blatantly accused like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Molly Cyrus has been secretly dating producer Mike Will made it. Um, who is that? A black man is who it is. That's right. She didn't just appropriate the culture with them little tiny chicken cutlet cheeks. She also stealing our good uh, black men. Who is Mike Will made it? That's my question. A producer, Karen. What songs he make? Um, I don't know. Let me put his picture in the chat for everybody to see. Um, there you go. Uh, I'll look it up. Let's see what he's done. Uh, let's see. Uh, she's been discreetly dating her bangers album producer, Mike Will Made It. And I said this a while back. If Miley Cyrus really wants to be edgy, stop all this cute shit with these tattoos and start fucking black dudes. Cause that's the edges you can get in America. And apparently she listened. Made a fortune for the Kardashians. And she's a child star trying to get some, some notoriety. You knew that wasn't going to be long. Uh, yeah, she's been doing it for the past nine months. Multiple sources reveal. Because, like, that was the thing. She had, Remember, she used to be in the news constantly for who she was dating. Mm-hmm. She was dating, like, I remember she was, like, 16 or something. She was dating, like, a 19-year-old. That was a thing, and it was not a big deal because she's famous or something, I guess. Right. The same rules don't apply to her as far as the big city statutory rape. Okay. Yeah. But um, it's funny, though, because I was like, you know, she's trying to do the twerking thing. She's doing the tattoos. She's trying to say controversial stuff about Beyonce. Like, she's trying to do everything 
to keep her name in the news because she doesn't have very much talent. And mm-hmm. when you don't have a lot of talent, you better do something else. Yeah, you rely on controversy. Turns out, uh, I was when I made a joke like, "Well, if she wants to stay in the news, she'll start dating a black dude." She's blaming the black dude. She finally came out with it. Everybody in her circle knows they've been together this whole time. A source close to the Wrecking Ball singer tells us. Cyrus, 21, first started seeing a producer, 25, soon after splitting with her fiancé, Liam Hensworth, in September 2013. Another insider tells us the duo have become pretty serious. The 23 hit maker has even won, and, uh, has even won over Cyrus's mom, Tish Cyrus. I wonder what her dad thinks, though. Either one make country music. Right. Breaking my, yeah, breaking my ankle, breaking heart. Dating this Nick, uh, black man. Mm-hmm. Tish says, uh, Tish says she, he's part of the family. The insiders tell us, uh, since being on her bangers tour, Cyrus has made a point to meet up with Will Made It. Despite not always being in the same city, the couple makes sure to talk and text each day and every day and all day. Mm-hmm. A witness tells us the twosome were all over each other at a BET Awards bash on June 28th. Wow. She went to the BET Awards to to get it in. She didn't sit up front because you know Chris Rock would have said something to her. Not to mention US, uh, I mean Us Weekly uh, exclusively learned back in October 2013 that Cyrus spent a majority of her album release party grinding all over Mike Will made it kissing his neck. Why is it just coming out? She must really just be like, can y'all please say something about me? I'm no one's listening to me or going to see my right. music anymore. Do you really? Can I hear something he's made? I really don't know who this dude is. I mean, if he produced bangers, I mean, he makes beats. He's not a rapper, so I don't oh, know what you would. Oh, okay. I'm not sure, you know, what exactly you would um, be okay. looking for. Okay, so he writes beats. Yeah. Um, see, top result, Mike Will made it. Um, yeah, this, none of these are, like, by him. It's just songs i guess he made the beat for so i don't know <laughs> i'm so fresh man okay 23 i guess this is him <laughs> y'all scared to do it how i do it <laughs> <laughs> Heard this one. You heard it? Okay. This song. It's got Miley Cyrus on it. Okay. How much do they have to pay for these lyrics? sound this is what gentrification sounds like like this is terrible this is gentrification that the album the soundtrack yeah he sounds like the dude that would date molly cyrus to me i probably let her say the n-word and everything yep I should work it. Like, but I'm a genius to dance the whole night away. I'm not in my nature like I'm hip hop parade. My hands in the sky, I wave them from side to side. My feet on the floor, I'm about to turn up now. I'm in the club, in the club, with some shades on. Daddy,
I feel like every black woman listening to the show just went like, oh, she can have him. Mm. That one's fine. Yes. Go ahead, Molly. She sure can. Take him off our hands. I would not be uh, disappointed at all. Mm -mm. The Lord almost took somebody off our hands, Karen. Uh Uh-oh. Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown was uh, performing mm-hmm. with a uh, new edition. They're trying to get back together. Mm-hmm. For the 50th time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently he's so out of shape, he actually ended up losing his breath. And he couldn't do all the dance moves anymore. Of course not. Bobby Brown got to be in his 40s. Yeah, I'll put the I link. I guarantee you he ain't been in shape and been taking a <laughs> Just they pause it and put it on Bobby because I guess he's about to stop doing these moves. Oh my god, Bobby is so out of sync right now, and he's it looked like everybody else went to the gym, got back in shape, and was ready to do this. Right, and Bobby was like, nah. I'm the star. Yeah, also, I didn't realize there were six people in New Edition. Yeah, I think I forgot. it. Was it six or was it five? And like Bobby, and like somebody was rotated out, and they just like fuck. It, let's just get the whole all six of us back together again. Yeah, I don't know. It was Johnny Gill? Was Ralph Tresvet in there? Johnny, Bobby, Ricky, yeah, Mike, Mike, and yeah. Ralph. Yeah, that's five. Yeah, I think somebody went away and came back, or maybe when they re- remember one time they came back and Bobby was like, "Fuck it, I'm not returning." Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's six of them now. Anyway, let's look at some yeah, more. Yeah, somebody of this. said the originals plus Johnny. Oh, okay. Well, let's look at this joint again. Bobby on the end of the white hat. What'd you say, Cam? Bobby on the end in the white hat. Yeah, that's Bobby on the end. <sighs> Now it doesn't look that bad right now. I mean, he's sticking around. Oh, it's probably about to get worse. Yeah, they still he hit the spin. Thirty seconds in, hit the slide. Okay, doing a lot of looking at everybody else to try to make sure he can do the move. Oh, then he then he didn't do it. He didn't do the next. Uh, he didn't do the next. Spin. Ah, Bobby like my black ass out there. No, I ain't trying to do this physical shit. Bobby hit that forty-one second mark, and everybody did the spin with Bobby. Bobby was like, nope. Oh, man. I bet you didn't practice either. I guarantee you. Then everybody bowed. Ooh. Oh, my God. Everybody bows, and then they come back up, right? Mm-hmm. Bobby don't come back up, y'all. No. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby looked like got, he ran a five, a 100-yard dash. It was like, mm. um, Y'all go ahead. Um, mm, Here's that baton. Hey, just, just take it. It's my prerogative to get a couple minutes of rest. Woo! Um, mm, nobody, Bob, nobody told me it was gonna be like this. Bobby looked like he just ran in full court, right? And uh, turned the ball over. Mm, and y'all ain't ten balls. Gonna have to play defense now. Yeah. Oh, Bobby, no. Ah! Oh man. They just start hopping without him. Yeah. Now they just all doing their moves. He tried to go <laughs> back to the spin though. Oh my God. So everybody did a slide <laughs> and, and hopped up in the air and put one hand up. Then they come back to the mics and they all spin. Bobby, Bobby didn't do none of that shit. Waited till they got back to that spin. He did the spin. Hit the spin like he didn't miss no moves. Oh, Bobby. Bobby was like, I work out for what? 
trying to get back in it. Okay, Bobby, I see you, dog. Oh, he's doing these dance moves, Karen. Okay. Henry caught his breath. Yeah, he got that second win. Love her. What? Oh, shit. Bobby left the stage. Ah! Oh, my God. He walked off the stage. <laughs> he was like, fuck it. I, I need to get a raid. He said, I'm not going out like LeBron. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Bobby. God, you know, I dog. guarantee you. My whole childhood hurt right now. I guarantee you he didn't come to practice. I, he, they were hitting the gym. They were jogging. Because, you know, the older you get, the mm-hmm. more do you have to work twice as hard to keep yourself in shape. Especially for touring, you know. Right. So you guys could, did all these dances and shit. Right. And y'all going to be going to all these damn cities. And oh, what up, Bobby. up underneath that, don't they have another clip of them actually doing the whole routine? Hold on. Do they? What do you mean? No. What are you talking about? Another clip? This is the the old. This is the video. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not watching the video of this song, oh. but yeah. oh, Bobby, Bobby, damn, bro, damn. Now, Bobby, he was the star. Yeah, it's my prerogative. That nigga, he used to, to be keep my ass to... out of shape. It's my prerogative <laughs> to eat this extra cake. It's my prerogative. <laughs> yeah, drink me another brew. It's my prerogative. So tell me, tell me why must I do this dance? Do this dance? <laughs> yes. Bobby was like, fuck it. I don't think it would sound quite like that. Then. Tell me why. Y'all boys. My side. Ooh. Mm. Let's get me, let me sit down for a second. Just catch my breath. That's my arthritis, boy. But go over there and get my medicine, boy. <laughs> hey, yo, Teddy. Tell him like this. Woo. Oh. oh. Mm. Teddy, oh. never mind. Teddy, you take over for a while. <laughs> ah! Teddy, let me get some. Mm. Teddy, pass me that water real quick. Mm. I can't do what I want to do. Right now, I want to sit my ass down. <laughs> oh, man. So hot up on this stage. I don't remember these. Remember it being this hot when I, I don't remember these lights. Like, you know, maybe it wasn't so hot back in the day when he used to dance without no shirt. Like, right. Bobby you feel that there, breeze. They got no a sweatsuit. Start pumping around and shit. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's Bobby. Yeah, cause I, and that's one reason why they used to have these tours and fall out and shit. Because I can guarantee you, Bobby was like, fuck it, I ain't coming to practice. I'm the man. I'm the suit. I'm the star. And you're like, come on, dog. Yeah. They dance their hearts out, too. Uh, speaking of dancing your heart out, Stacey Dash is talking about Kanye West. Mm. She works on Fox News now. By the way, she dyed her hair blonde. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to fit in with them Fox News anchors. On a Fox News segment discussing celebrities putting their foot in their mouth, uh, Clueless star Stacey Dash may have done just that. The actress and television personality, 47 years old, was part of a chat on Fox News out their outnumbered program outnumbered during the talk she commented on the recent slew of celebrities who have compared dealing with paparazzi and fame to rape and war including Kanye West who reportedly did so over the weekend in London though she once starred in West's uh 2004 music video to his hit single All Falls Down yep that's back when everybody loved Stacy mhm didn't after that, it all fell down. She came out, said she was a uh, Republican, and motherfuckers have not looked back since. They call her every name under the book. Right. She ugly now, uh, which is news to me. 
right she's still a beautiful woman used to be the time where you'd be like oh man 47 not aging too bad now it's like bitch you ugly motherfucking voting republican right like ah this the the roofs have have none there are no roofs on twitter right Mm -hmm. now put a picture of uh, stacy dash up it's gonna get clowned immediately um she did not have kind words for the former collaborator for kanye to say rape maybe he needs to spend some time on rikers island Go to Rikers for a little bit, then he'll know what rape is, she said. I don't get celebrities not understanding that the paparazzi are doing their job. Mm. You know what it is, is she has a different experience with the paparazzi than Kanye West does. Right. Kanye West is talented. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't actually need them to get him fans. Mm -hmm. Like They follow him. To him, if they tweet, uh, if they take a picture of him, eating an ice cream cone it actually doesn't help anything in his career Mm-mm. as opposed to her if they take a picture of her eating an ice cream cone it's great because she's not talented you mm-hmm. know what i mean like what else are they gonna talk about the movie you can't do well acting in you know like you can't you know you're not a singer you're not a good actress mm-hmm. you're not um really known for anything other than looking good so right. paparazzi is your friend because they show up, they take pictures of you. Now, some of these pictures that have been floating around lately, she might want to holler at them, you know? Yep. Like, y'all need to touch these bitches up now. Y'all got me, y'all got people clowning me on these Twitter streets. Can y'all take some of the, can I get a soft focus? A little, right. little I, soft lighting. No, I guarantee the person doing her makeup probably don't know how to match her skin tone. Who knows? Yeah, maybe she won't let black people do a face. By the way, I don't even know if she said anything about black people. I really don't know. So if oh, she me, has, because I don't listen. I if don't. she has, y'all just let me know because I don't know why black people go so hard on her. They go hard. Like, very. I'm just assuming she said something. The way that people go on her ass, I'm like, she did she say something. like black people deserve like slavery or something? Because right. shit is bad for her. <laughs> yes. Good grief. Ah, oh, man. I'm glad I stopped watching Single Ladies when she was still on it, man. Cause yeah, she after she left it, I mean, it was already bad, but it was worse when she left. Yeah, well, it was still good to me, but I'm just saying, uh, I'm glad I stopped, man, because y'all people was, it would have hurt my feelings if y'all would have been getting on it that year that I liked the show. Every time I tweet about it, I man, Stacey looking good this episode. Yeah, good for a, a fucking uh, uh, sellout coon Uncle Tom. I'm like, God damn. Where did this come from? Um, so she must have said something bad about black people at some point because mm-hmm. I haven't seen black people this mad since fucking ever. <laughs> like, I haven't seen black people this mad in a long time, dog. Yes. Um, but yeah, obviously, um, she has a different experience, man. To her, it's not intrusive at all because she's not a big star, mm-hmm. you know? They don't follow her around like that. I think there's a point to be made that Kanye West is dating a woman that is in the same boat as Stacey Dash. What is Kim Kardashian if she's not attractive? And what is Kim Kardashian without paparazzi? Right. Every fucking day, it's what does she wear? How did her butt look in it? Mm-hmm. Hey, look at her titties. She showed up to Kanye's thing and took a picture over the railing with her cleavage basically, you know, hanging out. Who is she without Kanye West? You know, who is she without the paparazzi? You know, so yeah, I, I, Stacey Dash would have had a point if she would have said that. Now, saying he need to go get raped in prison, uh, that seems a bit over the top, but of course it's Fox News, so par for the course, I guess. I don't know. True. 
um what they talk about on those shows mm-hmm. me either because i don't watch while she has yet to further elaborate on controversial words dash retweeted a link to an article on the segment the text of the tweet reading fox's stacy dash kanye west should get try getting raped in prison the 90s star who is vocal a vocal republican has become a special contributor on fox news and continues to appear on outnumbered it's kind of weird too like it reminds me of when NFL players go from the field to the um, actual, like, analyst chair. Mm-hmm. They almost always have to say something bad about their former team. Jerome Bettis said something about the uh, Steelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiki Barber said something about the Giants, that they wouldn't win the Super Bowl. Eli, Eli wasn't a leader. Um, you know, Michael Irvin had to say things about the Cowboys. And why is that? I think it's to prove to journalists, like, I'm one of you now. Oh. I'm not. Uh, you don't have to worry I'm about not my. Bias. Yeah, you don't have to worry about my affiliation to the league and my team. Um, and I think it's stupid. It's a stupid tradition, and I wish it would stop because it's petty and it normally makes the people look stupid. And it's normally a prediction that doesn't even come true. It just comes off like petty, self-serving bullshit. Well, I think that's what happened with Stacey Dash. This man helped you in your career. That all fouls down video was epic. Mm-hmm. I remember that people would stop what they were doing to watch Stacey Dash walk through the airport. You know, like it was it was great. And then you stabbed this man in the back for helping you out. Just ridiculous. I wonder what Dame Dash, her cousin, thinks about all this shit. Cause he don't say shit. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, well, he's talked. Uh, he's gone on Bill O'Reilly before. Like he uh, I wonder what he thinks about this shit. It's it's, some, it's crazy. Um, Yeah. I, when you read shit like that, you just like, uh, I hope the check is big enough. It better be. Um, and of course, Fox News ain't gonna check her on it. There's no censorship there as long as you don't say anything nice about Obama. Right. Don't, don't. Oh shit! Oh! Oh! That's right. Breaking I news, love, Karen. I love this music. I about to say, and, and before you play the middle, I'm saying, don't say nigga, you good. Breaking news. Solange Gate, day 85, even though yesterday was day 79. (laughs) Matthew Knowles alleged baby mama buds with Solange, but she didn't even know it. It's according to TMZ. Matthew Knowles, father of Beyonce and Solange, has a new paternity suit slapped up against him. Uh Uh-oh. By Takoya Branscombe. Oh, my. I don't know who this lady is. The alleged baby mama was tight with Solange Knowles. But Solange had no idea her friend was banging her daddy. Oh. Takoya Branscombe has sued Matthew, claiming he got her pregnant in 2010 around the time that Beyonce's mom, Tina Knowles, filed for divorce. We're told Takoya met Solange in 2008 through a stylist. They hung out together on multiple occasions in nightclubs and bars in Houston. Here's where the plot thickens. We're told Matthew knew his daughter was hanging out with Takoya, but Solange was in the dark. Branscombe is asking for a DNA test, a declaration of paternity, and child support. Matthew probably shouldn't take an elevator ride with Solange anytime soon, says mm-hmm. TMZ. Mm-hmm. They daddy was getting it in, wouldn't they? I know, man. Good grief. I had fucking his daughter's friends. Kinda. Right. And didn't want to get mad when Beyonce like, uh, daddy, you got to go, son. Yep. Well, that's what happens when you fuck your daughter's friends. You get in these sticky situations. Right. Awkward. Yeah. 
Uh, let's go ahead and talk about our games. Fucking with these black people, we're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time for fucking with black people. The game that I hate to play, where we score zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. How much we're fucked with by the articles we read. Today's contestants: white gay people. Oh, white gay people. By the way, you think the name of the group is going to be Destiny Children now? I mean, because that's a lot of a lot yeah. of offspring. Mr. Knowles. Mm-hmm. Dear white gays, stop stealing black female culture. Time.com. <laughs> Sierra Manny writes, you are not a black woman and you do not get to claim either blackness or womanhood. There is a clear line between appreciation and appropriation. Did it say two snaps in the neck roll too? Mm-hmm. I wish I could have a gay dude call in and read this. <laughs> That'd be epic. A white gay dude. Perez Hilton. I need some of you to cut it the hell out. Maybe time.com puts this. Wow. This is pros now. Maybe for some of you, it is presumed mutual appreciation for Beyonce and Weeze that has you thinking that I'm going to be amused by you approaching me in your best Shaniqua from around the way voice. I don't know. That's a sentence in this article. Ah! This is what happened when you fire all your goddamn editors. I don't know. That's yeah. A, you this is what happened when you don't hire staff people don't read shit and people just allowed to just write shit and post it on the internet without it going through other people's hands yeah, this seems more like a read than a, a time magazine column. right what i do know is that i don't care how well you can quote medea who told you that your booty was getting bigger than hers how cute you think it is to call yourself a strong black woman who taught you to twerk? How funny you think it is to call yourself Keita or Keisha or or for which black male you've been bottoming? You are not a black woman. You do not get to claim either blackness or womanhood. It is not yours. It is not for you. Let me explain. Black people can't have anything. Any of the any of these things could, any of those things these things could include but aren't limited to a general sense of physical safety, comfort with law enforcement, adequate funding and appreciation for black spaces like school and neighborhoods, appropriate venues for our voices to be heard without about criticism of issues without our race going on trial because of it and solid voting rights. CC Chris McDaniel. So we can, this is the gay people fault, Karen. They got to stop. And then when you thought this pillaging couldn't get any worse, extracurricular black activities get snatched up too. Our music, our dances, our slang, our clothing, our hairstyles, all of these things are rounded up, whitewashed, and repackaged for your consumption. But here's the shade. Wait, this is the shade? Right. I feel like it's been shady the all the whole time. Been overcast this entire yeah, this, this whole article is dark. Yeah. This whole, uh, yes. Calling call for clouds. Uh, in the forecast for this joint. And a lot of shade. The non-black people who get to enjoy all of the fun things about blackness will never have to experience the ugliness of the black experience, systematic right. racism, and the dangers of simply living while black. Though I suppose there's some thrill in this rolling with the homies philosophy some adopt. White people are not racially oppressed in the United States of America. White people are not racially oppressed in the United States of America, she repeats. White people are not racially oppressed in the United States of America, again. 
nothing about whiteness will get a white person in trouble the way blackness can get a black person shot down in his tracks these are just facts it is not entirely the fault of white people and it's not as if you can help being born white in america any more than i can help being born black in america the truth is that america is a country that operates on systems of racism in which we all participate whether consciously or unconsciously to our benefit or to our detriment and that system allows white people to succeed this system also creates barriers so that minorities such as black people have a much harder time being able to do things like vote and get houses and not have to deal with racists and stuff you know casual but while you're gasping at the heat and the steam of the strong truth tea i just spilled what's even worse about all this is you thought things could get even crappier is the fact what if, if you thought things could get even crappier is the fact that all of this is exponentially worse for black women a culture of racism is bad enough, but pairing it with patriarchal structures that intend to undermine women's advancement is like double fisting bleach and acid rain. <laughs> ah! At the end of the day, if you are a white male, gay or not, you retain such privilege. What is extremely unfairly denied you because of your sexuality could float back on you. If no one knew what you're, what you preferred, the rom- that you preferred the romantic cup, wait romantic and sexual company of men over women you know what i'm talking about those anonymous torsos on grinder jacked and adam for adam show very familiar heterosexual faces to the public the difference is that black women with whom you think you align so well whose language you use the stereotypical mannerisms you adopt cannot hide their blackness and womanhood to protect themselves the way that you hide your homosexuality now are the i wonder if it's the same overlap of group are the gay dudes who act like black women also the gay dudes who hide being gay? So I feel like once you go full black woman with your gayness, there's no in the closet for you. You out. You know what I mean? Like on, once on, you are fully adopting on, Shaniqua, Keisha, whatever, that dude is not able to just put on some loafers and show up at work anymore. Like unless unless it's something that you keep separate, because you know a lot of people keep to keep it separate. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying is that are is that i don't know enough about the gay community Mm-mm. is that a thing where they're keeping it that separate because that seems like so extreme you know what i mean it would be like if i played basketball on the weekends but i was nba level and i would go to the ymca you know what i'm saying and then i would just come back like you know and play with my friends like normal and i wouldn't do any dunks i wouldn't you know, I feel like it's hard. How do you fit that back in? Because you're on the extreme of the gay whiteness. Like, you you are sister it, girl gay. Like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if people kept it separate because there are a lot of people that are gay, didn't never tell family, never tell friends, nobody ever find out. So it would not surprise me if there is a group within this group that mm-hmm. is like this. And then on Monday morning, he puts everything back together. And how you doing, Bob? That is so hard for me to imagine. Cause that's not in your character, like no, no, it's not even about character. I, it's hard for me. It's just hard for me to imagine someone. Cause like, if you're not that there should be a spectrum of how gay you are, but let's Mm-mm. for the purposes of this argument, let's say there is. If sister girl gay got to be like nine out of ten for white dudes, you know what I mean? Like that is as close to like out of the closet you can be. Like how the fuck do you go back in the closet? But you don't. Well, go you to- can't put Beyonce back in the closet, Karen. Okay. That's true, but I, I don't, maybe I'm the type of person to go. A lot of these people don't show up at their jobs dressed like that. You well, know, I don't, they don't. Yeah, I'm not assuming that. Okay, I just, I'm just saying like, even you toned down must still be gay. 
like if you tone down the beyonce to one that is still pretty gay because beyonce the inner the inner black woman is like a 10 out of 10 for for being a gay dude gay white dude I, I think for me, and it, let me know if I'm just being naive. Or just no, we're, wrong. we're both being right, extremely right, fucking just wrong. Yeah, but ignorant I, about yeah, this. Cause <laughs> I'm just assuming that there are people that are like, I'm gay and I'm out and everybody gonna know. Then there's a lot of people that are like, I'm gay and I'm out, but only in this setting. Hmm. So like maybe if they get a, uh, yeah, I guess uh, it's, uh, only you know, in this we, setting. We yeah. also live in Charlotte. Maybe in New York is different. I'm sure being in Atlanta, maybe it's different. Yeah, maybe being it, in LA yeah. or, or certain yeah. places that are, I'm not going to say more gay friendly, but just certain places. Yeah, no, I say more gay friendly. Yeah, just certain a, places where is you have then, areas and sections of yeah. the city and things. And I guarantee you they're here in Charlotte, but we just don't know where they are. But nah, for a lot nah, of people, well, these places yeah, are underground. That, that's all besides the point. But I do think that depending on where you are, probably matters. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what it is. I just can't imagine a place where someone would would be that flamboyantly out and be like, I'm adopting the mannerisms of a black woman, the exaggerated mannerisms of a black woman, by the way, because it's not like all black women act this way, obviously. True. Um, but also, uh, But also, I'm also in the closet still. Like, nobody would know. Unless they saw me completely Beyonce out, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, and I do believe that the a piece of the group within the group is like that. Okay, we have no place to hide or means to do it if we even if we desire. In all the ways that your gender and race give you so much, in those exact same ways, our gender and race work against our prosperity. To claim that you're a minority woman just for the sake of laughs and to say that these things allowed her uh or the things enjoyed by her are done better by you isn't cute or funny first of all it's aggravating as hell second is damaging and perpetuating of yet another set of aggressions against us all of this being said you should not have to stop liking the things you like this is not an attempt to try to suck the fun out of your life appreciating the culture and appropriating one are, are very very different things which is a much with a much thicker line than some people think if you use all of the three seconds it takes to be considered before you open your mouth, if you love some of the same things that some black women love, by all means, you and your black girlfriends, go ahead and rock the hell out. Regardless of what our privileges and lack of privileges are, regardless of the laws and rhetoric that have attempted to divide us, we are equal even though we aren't the same, and that is okay. Claiming our identity for what's sweet without ever having to taste it sour is not. Breathing fire behind ugly stereotypes that reduce black females to loud caricatures for you to emulate isn't either. So you aren't a strong black woman or a ghetto girl or any of that other foolery that some of you with trash vine accounts try to be. It's okay. You don't have to be. No one asked you to be. You weren't ever meant to be. What you can be, however, is part of the solution. Check your privilege. Try to strengthen the people around you. So uh you feel fucked with by these white gay men, Karen? I mean, you're the black woman. I'm not. No, and it may it may have lot may have to do with I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is a completely different gay atmosphere than other parts of the country. I do um, understand where she's coming from because it's just one of those things where she's like, just keep it real, be who you are. It's okay to like what we like. It's okay to, you know, talk and be around us, 
but she was like, to an extent it's insulting because you have a privilege that I will never have. Mm. And so I, I, I understand her perspective and her point of view, but me personally, no, I don't feel fucked with. Hmm. Um, I'm not a black woman, but I feel fucked with. I give it at least a 50 man. Cause I do think that shit is whack. Um, like I think there's a certain amount of like imitation is the sincerest form of flattery and all that shit. And mm-hmm. I get that. And I wouldn't begrudge somebody to a certain extent, but my life is not a game. Like it's not some shit for you to dabble in and delve in when you feel like it. And then when you don't, you walk away, and especially if you're immune to the causes and the sensitivities of our community. And you're not there to support us as a community when we do have issues. Like there's no huge, um, segment of activism where it's like oh thank goodness the white gay people are joining into these black female causes i never see that shit true true. so it's like it's a game you know it's like oh i can be gay funny black shit on the weekend or in private or as a joke but when it comes to actually viewing these people as human beings i'm not there to support their causes at all like this is just a fun game to me you know and i think that is kind of whack okay I can see why somebody would feel betrayed by that, you know, or feel like you're mocking me or being fun, making fun of me because, you know, it's like this, like, uh, there's white people that like rap, right? Mm-hmm. White people that like rap. If we start talking about the problems in rap and some of the issues in hip hop in general, those people can have a say without denigrating the culture or denigrating the people who participate in it. But then there's a lot of white people who do the, eh, it's not really my culture. It's not my thing. I don't have anything to say uh period it's like well white people buy albums white people go to concerts white people have monetary influence white people have uh the jobs at the record executive level like there's a lot of say that white people have over rap there i don't see why when we have problems in rap you're exempt from discussing them because hey it's not your it's not your culture it's nothing you should do say there's no stake in it you shouldn't participate in trying to correct anything that's wrong with it it's just some shit you dabble in I feel like that's what people would feel like when gay men are like, yeah, I can act like a black woman, but um, them black woman problems, that's y'all shit. I don't have nothing to do with that. Now, you know? now when you ask me, I thought you were talking about, is the letter fucking with me? No, no, no. no. White gay dudes. That's okay, what the letter Okay, about. okay. Yeah, because okay. yeah, I was like, no, the letter itself, no. But it's because I, I've rethought about what you said, but as far as what she's saying, yes. Because one thing about and I do agree with a lot of what she said. One thing about the black community is that a lot of our shit is stolen, is taken away from us, is presented and in in, in repackaged and rephrased in more of a, a white friendly manner. So it's quote unquote, not as black. And yeah. a lot of it, like you say, it is picking fun at the culture. It is, you know, uh, degrading black women. And it's one of the things that, uh, is very frustrating being a black female when you went. So for me, yes, from that standpoint, I do feel fucked with. Yeah. Because I don't think it's like, to an extent, I agree with the author. I don't think it's fair that you want everything about our culture, but the blackness. Yeah. Well, you want everything else. Well, you want the blackness when it's good. Like, right. When it's cool, then it's like, oh, look at this. Isn't it funny? I'm acting like a black woman. Right. But then when it's like, okay, well, listen, we, uh, we had a woman get shot in Detroit on the porch of a man's house. We were going to rally in Detroit and uh, have a march. You won't see a big contingent of gay white dudes out there. 
No, but you're never gonna see that. Like it's cute to them, but it's not actually um anything they really belong to or they're a part of. They don't want to have a voice when it comes to anything with struggle. So I definitely agree with her point. I do too. I do too. And I, I, I do feel fucked with. I would say it's yes. at least a fifty for me. I mean, I'm not a woman, but I would say a fifty for me just as a black person. Like, yeah, that's that's kind of fucked up. Like even to some extent when black men or whatever or people in our society like do the like i'm gonna make jokes about acting like a black woman there's a you know there's a certain understanding of like but we're in it together so you know you're my sister you're my daughter you're my lover you're my wife you're my mothers you're my you're 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 part of my life you're my family we can't be separated so for what you know not all black men obviously some people some black people men don't care at all but right uh, but there's a certain understanding of like like for example if bill bellamy does comedy and then half his comedy is relationship comedy and he does the part of the black woman in there in his relationship comedy there's a certain understanding of like oh well he's familiar with us out of love and that's where the shit comes from so even in the the mocking and the joke there's an understanding of we're we're in it together mm-hmm. whether that happens off stage or not you know True. maybe he, he might only date asian women off stage i don't know that nigga but the point being there's a lot of like understanding in that whereas with this shit there's no understanding because it's like you can opt out of any type of deal right. we're in and not only can you you do and you will opt out you there's no yeah, contingent and, of you guys in any movement and it has been proven in the past because it's one of those things where you want to mimic everything about us because it's quote unquote cool to be us as long as you really don't have to deal with the consequences and the repercussions of really being us you know because it's one of those things where if you're going to be all in let's be all in so when we have problems and issues and bring these things up on this culture that you quote unquote want to be like you ought to stand up and say hey don't do this because i care but you really don't care you just want the quote-unquote cool positive culture you don't want to have to deal with the consequences and the repercussions of really being black in america yeah so all right what'd you end up scoring it oh after talking to you it went up it you know uh the more and the more especially sitting back really thinking and being a black woman, and especially once you once you start getting thinking about other you know standpoints with the uh, LGBT community and all that stuff, I give it a goddamn one hundred because it's just one of those things where there are a lot of uh, black women in in that particular community that are looking at them sideways, going, "It's okay for you to do this, but yet if I bring issues up in this community, I'm always ignored." Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, black people and white. I mean, there's a lot of black women and gay people that are friends and shit. It's not right. necessarily like, well, none of them understand. But, you know, I can I can definitely understand. It would be like if I hung out with white people and white. I remember one time one of my white, like, uh, uh, people that I knew, um, acquaintances was like, what's up, my nigga? And it was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like I could understand having that exact same feeling if I was a black a black woman and a gay person was like, Oh, I'm being Shaquisha right now. I'm like, uh the fuck is wrong with you? Right. That's not how you act. That's, That's not, not who you are. Why are you mocking me and my coach? Right. Uh, just be who you are. And that's the right. whole point. Be who you are. Don't try to mimic something that you're not. There's nothing wrong with you being gay. There's nothing wrong with you loving our culture. 
or anything like that. Her issue is that when you once once you get to the point where you begin to mock it and you begin to poke fun at it because you think that's cute and cool and that will get you accepted. That's when it becomes an issue. Yeah. Um. Let's play our other game. And it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, who's racist, to play guess the race. Let's get started. Let's do it. Um, Intense search here in New York for a woman who abandoned a baby on a subway platform. Police say they now have the young mother seen on this surveillance tape in custody. They say she suddenly decided yesterday that she could not take care of the 10-month-old girl and pushed her off on a subway train. It's not clear whether she'll be charged. A good Samaritan stayed with the baby for 20 minutes before calling police. For you to leave your child in a public area, just leave it, period, without any compassion is, is something I can't even think about or even consider doing. So I don't even know how or why someone would do that. And to even think someone would do that, there has to be something seriously wrong with them. That's right. They left the baby on the train, Karen. Um, don't they have laws that say, like, if you leave it at a hospital, a fire department... Like that, you won't be charged. You can just drop drop a child off and walk away. They typically do have those laws in most states where you can drop your baby off, right? And say I'm done. Uh, here's uh, here, you know, drop him at the fire department. Um, I don't want to be a mother anymore. And uh, yeah, but uh, apparently this lady was like, "Fuck that." I uh, she couldn't drop make that trip. Subway. Free baby got baby for sale. Baby half off, all the way off, hundred percent off. Baby free, free ah! baby. Now I'm free. My life is free, free of this baby. Since she didn't hurt the kid, black says Hiploida. Oh, <laughs> impossible white woman. Black since day one. Uh, oh, the abandoning mom, black. Okay, abandonment issues, black. At least they didn't leave it in the car, black. Ah! Black says Sparger. The correct answer is, and it looks like everyone got it, black. Yep, so, yep, abandoned on the subway. A New York City subway at that. Right, anything could have happened to that child. Surprise, a rat didn't take it to the sewer and raise it to be a ninja turtle. (laughs) I'm trying to tell you. Come back in your little baby name. What was that crocodile dude in the, um, Spider-Man found it? Mm Mm-hmm, the lizard? Yes. Uh, come back and your baby be named after one of those Renaissance uh, artists and shit. Uh, Michelangelo? Yeah. Be like Da Vinci, you have to help us save the planet from Shredder. Um uh so yeah, man. Uh she was a black lady. Now I you know, she was wearing no bra and some jogging pants. Oh my um and she had on uh uh like a head like recovering thing. And I asked everybody on Twitter, could she be the new like felon bay? But I didn't get much response, so I doesn't seem like Man was really into this lady. She need to do herself up a little bit more yeah. before she gets arrested. She is showing a little bit of nipple, but yeah. Yeah, like I, you know, I was into it. You know, I was like, I could work with that. And uh, everybody said, no, she's terrible. 
and i was like you know you put a little you know get get your hair did a little makeup put on some underwear you know get get dressed on i mean she could she had potential man just must have caught her in bed and was just like put some clothes on i know put some you disgust us uh speaking of things that disgust me logan cox three-year-old boy had been missing for less than an hour before he was found locked inside of a parked car in front of the family home on July uh, 2nd in South Carolina. Hmm. July 2nd in South Carolina. All you need to know about that is July 2nd in South Carolina. Right. No way. He was airlifted to a hospital in Charlotte, North Carolina, where he died four days later due to heat stroke. Three years old. Somehow the toddler wandered out of the family home, became trapped, trapped inside the vehicle, with his pet dog while his mom was sleeping on the couch. This is truly an unfortunate accident. Logan Cox and his canine companion died after being trapped inside of a hot car while they were playing unsupervised. The three-year-old's mother was watching television with them, but accidentally fell asleep. This is when Logan slipped out the front door of the house with the dog and somehow ended up inside the car. And and to an extent, this has to be a parent's worst nightmare because once children get to a certain age, they literally be like literally become small enough to actually open up doors, and that's what becomes frightening. Because it's exhausting being a parent, and it's just one of those things where she's just like, "Oh my God, if I hadn't fell to sleep, my child would be alive." Mm. You know what, dog? Um, check their Google history. Now, if they now if they've been like, uh, "With my kid, walk out the front door. If I fall to sleep, arrest that bitch." Yeah, uh, check her Google history. I just want to see if it says, how do I trap my son in the car? I don't trust these folks no more. With his dog. Yep. I don't trust no more parents. A lot of y'all trying to join the single parents Reddit and shit. I don't know what the fuck ah. is going on, but uh, global warming is real. Motherfuckers are using cars to kill people now. Yes, they are. So I don't know if I believe them. So am I, oh, okay. So it might been something where she put the child in the car. I don't car. know. I'm speculating. I, hope, I don't know. Oh, God, I hope not. Um, I know it was an accident. Logan's grandmother, Jimmy Clevenger, told the press, a grandmother named Jen, Jen oh, grandfather, I'm sorry, read that wrong, uh, told the press after the little boy's heartbreaking death, my daughter was laying on the couch with him watching TV, and my wife was in the bedroom. Logan's mother believed she was asleep for about 30 minutes. She woke up, ran outside to find her son. He was slumped over inside a brutally hot car with the doors closed and the windows up. Sadly, the dog was also trapped inside the car and had already died by the time Logan's mother recovered them. Because dogs don't have any sweat glands. After it was found, he was airlifted, so you already know that. Um, uh, although the summer 2014 has just started, at least 13 children have died from heat stroke, from being left in or climbing in vehicles and getting trapped. Got the body! Mm-hmm. This is a thing in America now. Kids get left in the car and die. Wow! Now, obviously... That you know that that's that's tragic, but telling you, man, some of this shit seems like it might be on purpose, dog. Like, how the fuck do you forget something like that? If I leave groceries in the car, I remember immediately when I hit the door. A child, something that make noise and lets you know that they're there. Uh, white, dirty wife beater with sweat and mustard stains. Trailer park white. You don't keep pit, bull, pit bulls in the house. White, white, white. All these white folks and no one paying attention. White. The heat from the car melted the cheese, clearly white. Tommy Pickles get got out again. <laughs> Thought I got this from Rugrats. Ref, think I got this Rugrats reference right. White. You, not, you you did. He had a screwdriver in his diaper. His daddy is the type to be more concerned with wearing his horse mask to meet Obama. 
no black kid did that white everyone got it right white it was white these these hot car deaths man uh dog dies in the car hot car while the owner shopped at walmart for 13 hours what the hell is you at walmart for 13 hours he must have been waiting in line because you know they lines about 13 hours long she's in the 20 items of line less line and uh right everybody has 73 items because walmart doesn't give a fuck what did what she got lost back in the um tire section looking for bananas because couldn't nobody help you get out 49-year-old Cassandra Rasmussen was arrested after police say she left her dog Waldo inside her car at Walmart parking lot last Thursday. Yeah, because I've been in Walmart before. And whenever I go to Everybody, Walmart. Everybody's been to Walmart before. Whenever I go to Walmart. Well, there might be some people who have tried and decided not to go back. <laughs> well, obviously. But- but uh i know for me if i say today i'm gonna get something from walmart i'd be sure the rest of my schedule is clear don't have no plans mm-hmm. if you're gonna go to walmart don't know yeah, your I've plans been, are zero i need to buy new uh mats for the toilet for the bathroom right because uh mm-hmm. i i don't like washing bathroom mats i prefer because they, they get it well not because they stink uh because you can wash anything you can wash that shit out you know i, I know how to clean stuff around here but the problem I have is that they, uh, like, have this weird shedding. That's and true. it can get all over the next batch of clothes, and it ain't worth it. It really ain't worth <laughs> it. Because it takes forever to get them clothes. Yeah, you have to fucking tumble that shit in the dryer four times. It's not fucking worth it. <laughs> and it only costs, like, $10 to just get a whole new mat. A whole or, new set. Depending on, well, if you get the cheap one, it's $10 to get a new set. But, you know, I try to get something a little nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's totally worth just buying an entirely new bathroom mat mm-hmm. but i'm i've been scheduling my time to go to target because i'm not going to walmart i'll pay the extra everything in target costs an extra 20 percent. yes it does I'll it's pay. called the uh, non-walmart surcharge <laughs> and i will gladly pay that motherfucker every time because walmart has terrible customer service she probably was just trying to get someone to answer her question about whether this dvd player also played blu-rays and that took 13 hours. I believe, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, does this play, play what? Uh, Mel, can you, do you work in this apartment? Oh, sir. Yeah. Um, uh, this TV, you had this TV on, on, on sale, but you know. Oh, TV, but, TV. Um, um, yes. Uh, can I, can I get this video game in here? Do you have a key? Uh, video games. Cause you know, I can't reach across the counter. I mean, can, uh, can you get somebody to help me? Is there a manager? Are you the manager? Uh, manager coming to work today. Oh, 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 you have the one person ringing the register and doing the, uh, phone service. Cause you know, they side by side. So you ringing somebody up and being the, the phone person over there. Ma'am, I just need to help this other person real quick and I'll come over there. I need to help another person in the song. I got department. my dog in the car, lady. I got my dog in the car. My dog already been in the car eight hours. I wonder if she got in there and then she was like, where's Waldo? <laughs> yeah. The dog was discovered by another Walmart shopper in the parking lot in the afternoon. He said, some show does smell good. Mm, is that a hot dog? It is a hot dog. Oh, my God. Ah. Police said there was no food or water in the car for the dog, even though the window was partially cracked temperatures rose which resulted in the dog's death police say rasmussen was inside of walmart 
browsing for approximately 13 hours and when confronted she said that she forgot the dog was inside the vehicle 13 hours were you like did you work a shift what the fuck and you know what and i guarantee you i feel bad for the person that had to watch the 13 hour video of her fucking floating around the store oh because you know to confirm she was in there 13 hours somebody had to go and watch the video of her being in goddamn walmart 13 hours 13 hours in walmart also known as purgatory the dog's cause of death was heat exhaustion as a result of high temperatures in the vehicle according to she police she got breakfast lunch and dinner shit cassandra rasmussen was charged with one count of misdemeanor cruelty towards animals guess the race chat room she hit she hit that uh mcdonald's when she first came in walked around was like mm, i'm hungry so then she turned around hit the subway up Mm-hmm. walked around and was like you know what about time for some dinner so she had to dilly up and got some fry got and got an eight piece to take home right like, she, oh she i ate, forgot about the dog she ate breakfast lunch and dinner in that motherfucker yeah because you can in walmart yeah I, I i done got to the point now where somebody was talking about what they do which which i try my best to do whenever i go to walmart is don't pass the front where they frying that fried chicken i try to go around the side cause like the potato wedges and shit so yeah. so i won't won't veer over there and buy some shit i don't need. Oh, i never buy food from walmart anyway um that's since i got out of college i wonder if they like i wonder if she was like all right uh they playing mrs doubtfire on dvd at 12 so i'll get over there to that department then i'll probably go oh, you think check out the radio movies? you know my show comes on at three i go to the radio department and listen to listen to the speakers and uh on npr yeah put it on my put it on my shows like she had a whole plan like you, i'm gonna go head over to the uh bedding department and uh take us and take a nap do, do you think she was like uh, y'all got cable in here flipping the yeah. channel hey um what channel is the game on i want to watch the world cup right yeah can i help you uh world cup you want to watch tv ah! uh, speak up ma'am i can't hear you y'all got a remote for this oh, tv um the race guess the race black people don't drive dogs around white ha oh white lady at the self-checkout white woman who thinks spending the day at walmart is like being in heaven crystal methany looking ass woman it was only one hour no she was in there for 13 hours she was kissing the dog in the mouth for the other 12 hours oh damn sit still Ah. sit still if fido can sit quietly in the car then so can you kids white white she took her dog with her to the store but she didn't have it in her purse to keep it next to her and uses kisses as lip gloss broke biatch white oh my she forgot the baby at the home at home white and she's a window shopper white Ah! well the correct answer is guys you all got it white (laughs) uh let's go to the bonus round guys let's do it Double the points, double the race, double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race, bonus round or guess the race. Everyone's two for two or three for three so far. Let's see what you guys can do in the bonus round. Don't get nervous. Um, here's a story about a lady. Turn to an alarming story in the district. A disabled woman reported missing by her family was found hours later in a hot car. Police arrested her daughter for leaving the woman alone and unable to get out of that car on her own. Jennifer Donnellan is live from D.C. Superior Court, where the daughter was just released from custody. And this is a story you will see only here on. Uh, the fuck happened to the video? Now we turn to an alarming story in the district. A disabled woman. 
Um, all right. Well, this video doesn't want to work. I'll read it. Just released from custody, and this is what a story fuck? you will see only here on 7. Jen, what happened? Well, Allison, she's now been ordered to stay away from her mother. This began as a critical missing person search. D.C. police sent the mother's picture out to all of the media outlets, including our own. They searched local hospitals. They were interviewing neighbors. Their investigation led them to a car where they found the mother. They say it's a miracle she's still alive. Did you leave her in a car? 29-year-old Teresa Chandler is accused of leaving her disabled mother in a car overnight. When the sun broke and temps soared past 95 degrees, the 63-year-old mother, a stroke survivor, was still inside that car, unnoticed and in distress until 4 p.m. Why was your mother in a car for 16 hours? Challenger was in court today and released on her own personal recognizance. She had nothing to say in her defense. Had we noticed anybody in the car, we would have called the police, but we didn't see anything. This woman lives on Jefferson Street in Northwest. The car, a 2001 Oldsmobile Alero like this one with North Carolina tags, was parked in front of her home. She walked her dog around midnight and then again yesterday afternoon. By the time I came back, five minutes later, there was all these police cars. The shocking twist to the story is the daughter, Chandler, was the one who reported her mother missing Monday night. She told police she went to a convenience store in the 4700 block of Georgia Avenue Monday. When she walked out, she said her mother and the car were gone. She explained her mother was unable to drive. Court documents revealed the mother was paralyzed on the right side of her body. All the windows was rolled up. It had to be hotter than that. Sources tell ABC 7 News it was an alert youth division detective who decided to follow Chandler after her interviews, which were described as inconsistent. He watched her as she walked to Jefferson Street right to the car where her mother was. Court <gasps> records revealed she was suffering from dehydration, extreme sweating, and had been sitting in her own urine and feces for approximately 16 hours. Oh my God. Why was she covered in urine and feces? Can you tell us what happened? That is our Jennifer Donlin reporting, and she will report more on that story. All right. So, guys, guess the race of the daughter who left her grandmother in uh No, her mother. Wouldn't it oh, yeah, her mother in a hot-ass car. What's um, up with cars, man? I, I blame global warming, Karen. It's real. Okay? It's, it's well, real, and it's killing people. It sure is. Um, I think people, is, kids, and dogs. Uh, chat room. Let's see what they believe the race is. Um, Queso Blanco, black or Latino? Hmm, black. DC. She forgot mama while she went to brunch and a day party. Black. O one Alero. Black. Jerisa. We talking eggplant. Made sexual debut in the back of an African American class, black, black, blizzack. The correct answer is, and everybody got it except Howard, black. <laughs> and for Howard. All right, last one, guys. All right. Delaware. As a very bizarre crime, guys. According to police, Ronald Johnson of Wilmington, Delaware, stole 72 pounds of frozen chickens from a grocery store delivery truck. <laughs> 
from there he hatched a clucked up plan to hide the stolen birds he picked the nearest location which just so happened to be little futures academy daycare as you might have guessed the daycare center wasn't willing to harbor johnson's stolen poultry before he got inside he was intercepted by anthony canard 38 one of the daycare workers or well the son of one of the daycare workers police say johnson allegedly proceeded to pull a steak knife on canard and stab him once in the back and once in the hand oh the victim's mother eartha canard is grateful that the chicken thief did not harm her little hens I have 42 children, and I'm fortunate none of them saw any of this, she told Fox 29. Right. That being said, Kennard claims that this is by far the most bizarre thing she's ever dealt with. The police uh, corporal Mark Ivey agreed. It's a very strange case. People shoplifting happens all the time. People stealing 72 pounds of chicken. That's unusual. 72 pounds. Mm-hmm. The chickens are safe and sound back at the grocery store. So. Were they breaded? Uh, they were frozen. I don't know if they were breaded or not, Karen. Okay. Um, but he definitely uh stole some chickens apparently and then now i think you lead with cut up an uh, innocent daycare worker but right <laughs> some people find chickens to be the more compelling part of the story you know and i can't really i mean fault i don't them blame them but, but you, you know, know man got stabbed is a little bit more important chat room let's check it out he wanted to cut them a deal on chicken nuggets white ha chicken 72 pounds he white he was generally predisposed to being fond of those chickens, says H.C. Aww. Next on the agenda, still in the case of Texas Pete Black. Ha! Ha! That was Chicken George Black, 72 pounds of chicken Black. But did he steal any biscuits, Black? It didn't say. Human and chicken kebabs for everyone. Uh, black, says Redbone Sonya. Hustle Man Black, says Elliot Tate. Correct answer is, guys, he was... Or the win, a black man. The clue was chickens. The clue was chickens. Ah. Uh, and some people guess whites. All right. I said, don't they got a good pic of him? Or that oh, I was looking at. Oh, it they. Oh no, they got a good picture of him. Um, let me uh see if I can put this picture in the. Yeah, I seen that pick. I was like, yeah, you got to put the pick in there. I mean, he looks like a man that would definitely be fond of chickens, uh, you know, and chickens would be fond of him, uh, according to, um, according to Dave Chappelle. Like, <laughs> that dude looks like I never even got to get a bite of them chickens. God damn it. He looks highly upset. Oh, man, them chickens is going to be delicious. That's a man that had a, a, a mind on chicken and a stomach on empty. Um... Wow, and I think that the the thing for me is just for the simple fact that how he gonna show up at a day camp like y'all gonna have these chickens for me though, right? Can y'all hide these? Hey y'all, let's play hide the chickens. It's a new game I just made up. Um, oh y'all don't want to play? Here's a knife. Now we're playing stab the children. Ah, stab the adult. Remember, you chose to go this way, not me. Uh, let's talk about stabbing people. Okay. Because sometimes it's not funny and there's no jokes to be had. Sword ratchetness, everybody. A couple were threatened by what police described as a sword-type weapon when a gang forced their way into their home. Three men entered the property in Elgrom Clacton around 11 p.m. and were discovered by the husband. 
they then threatened his wife before searching the bedroom stealing several watches including two rolex watches designer belts and cash a playstation 3 and 32 inch samsung tv two of the men were black the other white so it's bringing races together all the time apparently so and all had their faces covered with scarves the black men were ages 20 to 25 one about six feet tall of an of a medium build. The white man was a similar age but large build and wearing a gray hoodie. DC Lynn Whitfield, who is investigating, said, I want to hear from anybody who knows who was responsible. I also want to hear from anyone who was offered the items above to buy. The incident happened Friday, June twentieth. So Yep. Ran up in somebody's house, threatened their wife, took all their watches and shit. Just pure sore ratchet behavior, man. A homeless man was charged after swinging a sword on the north side. A homeless, no side. a homeless man has been charged after he was allegedly swinging a three-foot sword at Diversity Harbor. I wonder if he said that as he was swinging it. Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> Frightening others in the area. Police say 38-year-old Raymond Bensfield was charged with reckless conduct and possession of a deadly weapon after he was shouting a swinging sword. That's what it says, shouting a swinging sword. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Around- was a sword shouting? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, around 3.30 p.m. What about the way he's swinging me down? You you might want to, oh, 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 I got you. Yeah. I'm not sure what that means to be me shouting and swinging sword. Either. Maybe a sword could talk. Apparently like, uh, so. Forget what anime it is where the swords could talk. Um, but no, maybe. they can't in Bleach, can't they? No. I mean, yeah, yeah. Zompok Tiles can talk if you go inside of them. But you know that one show, um, The Grim Reaper is in it. Like, it's all about Death Academy or some shit. Yes. I can't remember the name yeah. of it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, maybe that's how they could talk. <laughs> it's like, Black Star. No. It's like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, Sword, don't. Yeah, Sword got a mind of his own. It was around 3.30. You think he was like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It was around 3.30 p.m. Friday in the 200 block of West Diversity High uh, Parkway placing others around him in fear. Court documents claim he was swinging a sword wildly. Next to, is there another way to swing it? Uh, next to a group of men who were grilling food along the edge of Diversity Harbor. The man who's a public defender said he is uh, homeless, who also reported shouted racial slurs during the incident. What? So oh. races and sword people together. He's, he's, he's only, he's ordered it to be held on a thousand dollars bail, but they should really up that. Especially after the racism part. Who knows what this fool's up to? Right. Niggers! Was the soil racist too? Because it was talking. I know. Your kikes and your Jews. Like, what are you doing, man? Uh, this is what I do with my sword. I'm crazy. Crazy homeless man. I get to be racist and violent. And nobody can do anything to stop me. Um, all right, guys, this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips. Go to adamandeve.com, code TBGWT. Check out our sponsor, Shadow Dog Productions, their new video on, uh, YouTube, um, uh, that's called, uh, Snow Ice Cream. So make sure you guys do that. And, uh, we'll be back on Saturday for a feedback show. Mm-hmm. Friday for people that are premium. Get to see some balls deep with me and Justin. Yes. Um, until then, love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.